0: water. So delicious. Today's episode is brought to you by water. Drink some. Welcome <laughs> to another on-the-go podcast. My name is Colby Kay. I will be your host today. And whether you're listening to this in your cube, your car, on a skateboard, on a bicycle, on a treadmill, or your UFO in outer space, thank you so much for hitting that play button. You see, there's an argument around social media. Does social media, in fact, make us less social? And I would actually beg to differ the opposite in this. And let me explain. Today's guest is Mr. Thomas Duran of Just Create and TD Films. I met Thomas through my friend Joe Englum, who's been on the show. I met Joe through my friend Eric Schellenberger, who I've been on his show. (laughs) He's been on this show. I met Eric through my friend Sean Whalen, who is also kind of a podcast alumni. Actually, the first podcast I did was with Sean. Each one of those relationships came through introductions and participating in discussions online, on Facebook specifically. As you know, I love to talk tactics. It's not about the hypothetical, it's about what you can actually do and take and implement today. Well, I had the honor of being on my friend Thomas' show, it's called Just Create, it's a vlog series he does, where he talks to creators and thought leaders and business owners about what they do and how they leverage video today's episode is a snapshot of our time together and my time on his show just create we dive into creating video content why where how we talk about the uh, the equation that I leverage around quality content plus consistency equals value and what that means and we talk about you know more of my story a lot of you have heard it it's always good to hear it again and kind of reframe so you have a, a kind of a place of reference for some of the content so today my friends I really am honored to have been on Thomas's show and now we are going to broadcast that vlog live on our podcast today. So sit back, relax, get a pen and a paper. There are tactics and things that you will want to write down. Without further ado, my time with Mr. Thomas Duran on Just Create.
1: And the question is, if you die today, What dreams, what ideas, what talents, what books, what music, what leadership, what voice will die with you? You are listening to the On The Road Podcast with your host, Colby K., what got you motivated to just kind of go out there, record a bunch of videos and
0: and really talk about your life? Well, I think there's a there's a couple of things man. first off, I'm honored and humbled for the chance to be on the show. If one person can grab something from today's episode, it's, um, it's a huge benefit for me, right? It's, it's one it's, it's worth every investment it's just one person can take something from it. So thank you for having me on the show. My pleasure. The, the, the If you unpack the, the nucleus, I guess you could say, or unpack that question, I've done now close to 4,000 videos in three years, right? And a big part of that was I, I started making skateboard videos in like the 90s and the 2000s uh, using an old VHS recorder, started doing graphic design like Illustrator. I've been doing that for 15 years. I've been painting and writing music for a long time. So that was the creative part has been part of who I am, but how that translated to video and what I've done was I left corporate America to start a a software company. I got sued. And in that, you know, people that know my story, I mean, I lost almost, I lost everything. And I was sitting inside of my kitchen with my boxes of like everything behind me. And, you know, keep in mind, I grew up with a mattress on the floor. I didn't have a lot growing up. And and here I was in this, you know, seven hundred thousand dollar home that we had built from the ground up, from picking the tiles to the carpet to the office furniture to the paint. To you know, two of my kids were born in that house. And that's the only neighborhood in the schools they've ever known. And I had to rip everybody away from that. And I was in my kitchen, and I thought, you know, I never really shared the successes I had. I never was a guy who bragged about the stuff I had. It's just not who I am. When you don't have a lot and you get stuff, it's like it's not a flashy thing. It's like I respect it. I'm humble to it. And I was sitting in the kitchen, man, and I picked up my phone. And it's, I usually have my phone sitting right here. I'm really, like, having anxious panic attacks. It's in the, end of the room. So I pick up the phone. I hit, <laughs> I, hit, I, hit, I hit record. And I said, listen, like, you know, it's before Facebook Live. I was just doing a, a Facebook video and said, hey – this is uh, this is what it's like to, to run a business. This is what it's like to risk it all. This is what it's like to be a full-time problem solver and I don't know what I'm going to do. My wife's going to, you know, my wife's at my in-laws. Uh, everything I've got in boxes behind me that lights and power off tomorrow. And I, I know one thing is he, the adversity is when your journey starts and I'm about to face another journey and I don't know where that's going to take me and what's going to go well, what's going to happen. But if you come along for that journey, I promise I'll build my way out. One thing you can't do is kill me, and I'll take all the experience I have, and I'll build a new business, and I'll share everything I'm doing with you along the way—the good, the bad, the ugly. And I hit record, and then sent it, and you know, here we are, man. You know, three thousand videos, (laughs) thirty-nine or three thousand nine hundred ninety-nine videos later, and three years later, you know, I've, I've just been consistent on putting out content.
1: Yeah, and you actually, there was a there's an equation that you talked about being consistent mm-hmm. in content. There's an equation that you put together that has really, actually has been something I'm really been trying to follow myself of creating my own content, not just other people's content, but my own content. And uh, so tell me a little bit about, tell, t- tell everyone a little bit about what that
0: equation is. So a big, a big piece in all of this, right, is not just putting out content for the sake of putting out content. As a as a personal brand and a business brand, we have more opportunity than ever to share a story, a message, and relate to an audience. I, don't, I no longer need a huge film production crew. I don't need to spend you know, $30,000 a weekend to film a show. I can do it myself. For me, what I found was it wasn't just filming for the sake of filming. For me, what it came down to was first creating good quality content. If you notice the stuff that I put out, I kind of stay in my lane. I talk about some of the business fundamentals. I talk about marketing fundamentals. I talk about systems and tools. I talk about um, on the stuff I've done on social media because I've I've been you know so persistent and active there. I don't go outside of that. I'm talking about politics. I don't I, I don't talk about things that are topical. I stay in my lane. That doesn't mean I don't have a take. I just I'm not an expert. I'm not an authority in those spaces, so I stay in my lane. So for me, it's about having good quality content on things I know about. Second piece is consistency. The the experts, I think, and the experts mm-hmm. will say you need to be showing up at least five to six times a day across the five major platforms in order to cut through the noise and stay relevant. Meaning I got to be putting out five pieces of content on, let's say, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube every day. So if you look at that, that's a lot of content. So how do you do that without, be, you know, without being overwhelmed? And then the last piece is value. So, quality content, have a good, solid message speaking on things you know and you do and you practice and you can help others with consistency showing up every single day. And we can talk about how I chop stuff up and how your audience can do some of the same things so it's not overwhelming and how to get to 4,000 videos, right? right. Um, so you're having quality content consistently showing up on the platforms. I fish where the fish are. I go where my audience is and I stay engaged. And then the last piece equals value. So quality content plus consistency equals value. Value is a que- has its V with a question mark on it for the fact of, Value, if you're going after this and creating content just to make money, you're going to, you, you might find some success, but you're not long term. I'm in this for the long game, dude, right? It's like, you don't put out this much content and just hope that it sticks. It's like, I'm doing it because I want, you know, I want my kids to be able to come back and see what their dad did. Yeah. Uh, value it establishes is, a legacy. It is. So va- value is relationships like ours. We met through doing stuff like this. I met mm-hmm. Joe. Joe introduced me to you. Like that all happened through social and through videos. Um, value is, relationships value is branding opportunities value is partnerships value is relationships value is in revenue streams value is a, a part of the equation that's hard to quantify because you just have to show up providing good quality content every day
1: yeah and and, and honestly that's what you do you go out there you give out honestly i would if, if you're not following him i would follow him now uh you could find him on facebook was colby k you can find him on uh I, instagram
0: uh was it i am colby k yeah, uh, Instagram, uh, uh, it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm Colby K. And if you search The Healthy Primate on YouTube, you can find me there. There's like four, 500 videos there. And then LinkedIn is Colby. You can find me there too. Yeah.
1: No, <laughs> I, yeah but honestly, f- follow him because there he puts out – you put out content that honestly a lot of people are, are – do it to try to get paid off of it, right? People pay – for the for the for the stuff that you talk about, that you just go out on Facebook on live or through your vlogs or through through uh, you know those different platforms that you use for your videos. Um, I mean, it's amazing that the amount of of I mean, your YouTube channel has tons of information about how to use your or how to basically build a business and yep. and how to use video in your business. And so that's why I also want to brought you on because you are doing some amazing things right now. And and what the other part of the show is is that how to use video for your business, why you use video business, how do you use it, what do you use, where do you go, how do you distribute that and uh and you're really just killing it right now um and taking a really a massive step to help out the speakers the the single entrepreneurs people that build out curriculums um and incorporating not only building that video platform but also learning how to distribute it. so i kind of i'm so glad you're on the show because so many people need to hear like first of all why the like, one of the biggest questions is why do we do video for your business i mean it's a loaded question but I mean, I I could give you all the stats in the world, but tell me a little bit about
0: why we do video for business. 89% of all content consumed on the internet in 2018, at the end of 2018 will be video. That's how people consume. That's how people consume content. The flip side that you really, really need to be looking at is when we talk about repurposing content is audio. The, The pendulum swung heavy into video and now you see it going into audio. You know, there's, um, I've, there's been numerous times where you know, I've been on stage or been around people and said, you know, did you hear about me through video? Did you hear about me through Facebook? Did you hear about me through podcasting? And it's like, well, how many people didn't listen to podcasts that listen to podcasts today? Yeah. It's just enormous the amount of content we consume through video and audio. So if you're not building it, like it's, um, I start I started really strong with video. I started with, with audio, then I went to video, then I dual purpose and do both. It's just a way for your audience to connect. You can have a, people see you to build a relationship. It's not just the written word. And we, you know, how, I don't know what the final stats are, but the amount of people that are visual learners is it well supersedes anything else. So it's just a way for people to connect. And it really, um, you could get authenticity through video very fast. You know, people are full of shit or if they're real and they you can't get that through just a written word sometimes. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Well, you can't get that through text. You can't get that through just nope.
1: trying to read a uh, a profile or anything like that it's, yeah like a blog post yeah. like
0: it's hard because i could cut and paste that and doctorate you don't know it's yeah. when you see somebody on video talking about what they do it's for real and how they do it it's for real i mean everything from the juicing shows i do with my son i built a supplement where i took two years and like made myself was a human guinea pig testing out what's you know, the, the chemical in your body that could produce stress or the hormones called cortisol i did 132 different supplements and variations and documented the entire thing of me getting my blood done every 30 days it's like i just took people on that journey it's like i could write i wrote about it but it's like you know to see it 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 um it adds more credibility and people connect to you more
1: you do have an insanity to you you do have an insanity to you i love it i love it man. yeah, it's like, yeah like, it's like if i could just I, take a percentage of that like I I, I I always would just wonder where i would be right now <laughs> like like no matter how much i no matter how hard i try to like try to put out different kind of like yeah yeah you know i'm going i'm pushing hard and then i see you and i'm like damn He's like doubling me right now. It's ridiculous. It's just. But it's ridiculous. one of those
0: things, dude. Like, I surround myself with people <laughs> to continue to push me. You know, yeah, I, I surround myself. I surround myself with people that continue to set the bar and push it. And I, I, I try not to get complacent. Um, I got a, I had a really big change on my the way I, I just leveled some stuff up every six months or so. I try to level up again. I need to do it more, but I try to level up every six months. And I went hard again on the podcast. I went hard on Instagram. My Instagram followers went from like four grand to nine grand in like three months. like yeah. just, just hammered it. So it's, um, it's quality content plus consistency. I've got 4,200 4, Instagram posts I've been posting on Instagram, dude, for four years. Like, go, look at that. Like, it's not it's not new to me. It's like, we have, I didn't just start doing it. The thing is, you have to start. You can't look at it and say, you know, what do I do? You just have to start doing it. Exactly. And that's why I kind of,
1: that's, that's the whole point of the show It's just just create. Just go do it. And you kind of brought up a really good point. Why are people not doing it? Or like, why, what are people scared about getting on video? What kind of responses did you get from that? And what did you tell those people?
0: Dude, I had to probably. Um, I did a face. Thank you for bringing that up. I did a Facebook post maybe a week ago, and I just asked, "You know, why are you not doing more video?" Is it? It's I think three, three, yeah, three or four hundred people responded on it. You, you kind of put the responses into one of three buckets. Uh, Smart ass answers. If that was first. <laughs> Two, the serious part was fear. Like I'm afraid. Uh, next one was acceptance. Like, I'm afraid of acceptance. What will people say? And then the third or the, the fourth really big one was audience. Like, you know, do I have something to say? Will people actually listen to me? So fear, do, what do I say? And will people listen? Those are the biggest ones. Um, those are all excuses, man. It's um. you just got to do it. It's here's the thing is there's not, there's never been a better time for you to get your voice heard. And I put it to you this way. You specifically Thomas, you have had a series of life experiences that only you have had as of your viewers or listeners. You've had, you've done something, you've been through something, you've been through some major adversity, you've built something, you have a knowledge of something that I don't have that somebody else doesn't have. But here's what they do is you owe it to, you owe it to the universe to be able to share some of that because there's somebody on the other side of that that's going through what you've already survived and is trying to figure out how to get through it. Whether that's start a film studio, whether that's get through a divorce, whether that's starting a business, whether that's losing weight, it's like everybody's gone, is going through something that you've already gone through or they're about to go through it. You owe it to the world to share that story. And there's never been a better opportunity than now to like do that.
1: That that was one of the most powerful statements there. And I completely agree with you. And that is, that's something that I think everyone needs to take to heart. And because we, you. Everyone wants to be somewhat connected. Everyone wants to. It, it, you're right. They're, we have to stop looking as as. And I think where a lot of people get fear of is that no one wants to hear me. No, we are obligated. You're obligated to to share your story because it's going to help out one other person. Like you mentioned before, right when you right when you start this, I just want this to help out one other person. And that's yeah. how you're going through everything that you do, everything that you. I mean, even when you help me out, you're like, what can I do to help you? And it's like, what can I do to help you? Like, I, I, have never been asked that, you know, and it, and and it's one of those things. It's like, what a, what a total, completely different perspective about how to be involved, how to establish a legacy, how to get other people involved. And, and you just establish those, those relationships. It's just, it's absolutely mind blowing. And, and, and like I said, this is the, you're literally everything embody for what this show is all about. And so, um, I appreciate but, that, man. Uh, so uh, w- a couple of other things, and I, I know you have to get going. I know you got busy. I want to bring you back on the show again, cause there's a lot more that we want to get into. But, uh, um, one other thing is, is when it comes to doing video and, and you've done on both end of spectrums, you've invested cool. in money in a video, you know, like, I mean, you hired my company before and, and you, So you put your money and then you also do your own video where you see how, how do you explain to people? Or how do you help out people to understand like when it is good to invest in their video when they're you know for that and what kind of Video content they want to invest in versus the video content that they could do on their own Like, you know, you know, like how do they take that next step? How do they how do they know what to invest? What's the worth of this on the investment that type of thing?
0: That's a good question, dude. Let me um, Let me answer it this way People, this is visual, right? We're gonna do video. People are gonna see this. Yeah. All right. Hold on one second. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. Oh. I just unplugged my my good mic. Uh, a couple things. We're gonna go. On, I'm gonna take on a field trip live no, on, on the interview. Oh, so yeah, that's what we do around. Right uh, a couple things. First off, the biggest thing is uh, I want to. I want to make sure everything that I do, especially if we've got time, I want to give tactical advice that somebody can use. And I don't want to talk about theory. So stuff we can do as soon as the show's done, take some notes. As soon as the show's done, go do it. Like yes. I don't want to talk about. Oh, great! This is awesome, yeah. and this is some cool shit. It's like I want you to be able to go. Okay, cool. I can go do that now. Um, the, there's a couple things. Let's talk about. Um, why people don't do video. I'm afraid I have nothing to say. The audience isn't going to be receptive. Okay, get that out of your mind. Whatever skills that you have, whatever you like to do and whatever you're fairly good at, write that stuff down and pick one of those things you want to start to talk about every day, right? I'm going to give you a seven-day challenge of just doing videos. One video a day, three to five minutes. You don't need to go longer. Do it on your flavor of choice. Do Instagram Live, do Facebook Live, do Twitch, do YouTube. I don't care, Facebook, wherever. Wherever you show up, It's one five-minute video, three to five-minute video every single day. What you like, what you love, what you got some talent on, make a list, pick one thing. After seven days, then go to 30. After 30, then go to 60. After 60, then go to 90, and then just don't look back. Okay? And it goes something like this. You just pick up the camera, write it down so you have a little bit of reference to what you're going to talk about. Because the biggest fear is as soon as you hit record and go live – you're gonna freak out and think that there's a thousand, a hundred million people watching, a thousand people watching, and really there's nobody's gonna watch you. Your mom, your neighbors, like people that that know you. You
1: get the one line. Nobody's gonna watch
0: you and nobody cares. Like don't worry about it, get over it. Get over the fear, start talking. You're gonna fumble, it's gonna be awful and it's gonna be great because you started doing something. Start talking about something you're very passionate about. Is it the political landscape? Is it um, how to to shoot a three-pointer? Is it how to, um, I, I make, I'm, a, I'm, in, um, I'm in the clothing business. I make my own pocket scarves. Like I don't know. like Whatever you love to do, pick out whatever that is and start talking about it. What's going to happen is you start to do that after seven days and you get into 14 days. People around you are going to say, you're an idiot. Stop doing that. Why are you doing this? This is ridiculous. You're so stupid. Don't do this. This is dumb. And then you're going to stop because you give a shit about what other people think. Those people are putting their limitations on your creative outputs. Never let that happen. They're afraid that they've never done it and want to pull you down. It's usually a spouse, a neighbor, yes. a husband, like a best friend, a mom, a dad. It's always Screw the closest them. people. It's to, always, the closest, it's always people the closest people to, closest
1: you. People to you. It, it, it is. It's mom. like when
0: you go to it's, it's like if you go join a gym and your spouse does not, it's going to cause friction. Yes. You got to bring people The people you love, bring them with you. The people that don't matter, let them run. Because what's going to happen is come day 30, day 45, day 55, day 60, day 90, you're gonna have a whole turnover of the people that were close to you and all of a sudden you're gonna start to bring in people that are very interested in the stuff you're interested in. Now I can have a very wider impact. And you're gonna be saying stuff that people are afraid to say. That's when you start to share your voice. As that starts to build and you're not doing it to make money, you're doing it to share your voice. The quality is going to get better. The engagement is going to get better. And you're going to want to separate yourself from what the rest of the people are doing. That's when you make investments. That's when you bring in a guy like Thomas. That's when you bring in a crew of people to help you bring in $100,000 with the camera gear to take your vision to life. That's when when you really want to differentiate. You want to be looked at as a professional. But along the way videos on my phone, like work every single day. Yeah. i you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a different beast. I'm a designer, I'm a developer, I'm a filmmaker. So I have to step out of my own way to bring in experts because I do a lot of it myself. I'm not the normal. I'm not, I love it. I love to create, I get down into, I want to know, like I'm using old film. It's like, I, I just yeah. love the whole process where most people don't, don't get, don't get scared. Just start doing it. And when you start to scale and you start to get involvement, when you want to separate yourself and look professional, on a specific series of things you're talking about, bring in a crew or hire somebody to help you understand. What cameras do I need to buy? If I'm doing a vlog, start following Casey Neistat. He has 100 videos yeah. on all the gear he buys for his studio, right? Then yeah. it's who does my post production? Hire a guy like Thomas's firm. to do the post production, just start doing it. And as you start to graduate, you'll see a um, you'll see an influx. I don't know what's going on in here, but as you start to get to the influx about using your phone. After you start using your phone and you start figuring out, hey, uh, I want to get into something bigger. Uh, right now we Going are. For a trip. You're carrying all of yeah. us. How does that feel? How, yeah. How's
1: that? Look at that.
0: <laughs> Good. I got nothing but love, man. I got strength. This is our office. We're at uh, Quadmark Studios slash Meat Cleaver. Love it. We call it, we call it Meat Cleaver because I work at a creative agency here in, in Chandler. It's called Meat Cleaver. The building's 120 years old. It was an old slaughterhouse. I love it. And, um, we kept the theme. So the, um, the the back area we call meat cleaver, because you'll see here, oh, there's nobody in here, we'll see. Uh, but we started talking about using a production studio for the stuff that you do.
1: Yes, sir. There so there's
0: the, uh, there's the there's the things that hang the meat, hence the name meat cleaver studios. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's up going on, guys? <laughs> you guys are running a studio. Yeah. That's, make, that's what makes a magic know, cabin. For? But then you come into a place like this, Look at that. right? Look at so that. It's, I mean, this is a full production studio where we're doing, Online training, virtual training. It's a virtual training class. that set changes out every couple of weeks. We got green screens. Um, I don't see the Tri-Caster. is it back there. The try. We have a tricaster that you'd see in like the traditional news setups. It's taking a nap. I see it it's sleeping. All the way to <laughs> yeah, just the video production nice. stuff. So where you'd come into the studio, you do that once your ge- once your quality and once your consistency is really starting to take off. And you want to start to offer things to monetize or you really just want to step your production up because your response rate so high. That's when you bring in somebody like Thomas and schedule some time or come down to a studio like here and get your stuff doing. That's right. dude. That is, that is
1: fantastic. And as we leave off here, like I said, I would love to bring you back on again at another time because yeah, there's man. just so much. I mean, dude, you just, you just kill it. But, um, Tell me a little bit about, we have an event coming up or you have an event. Can we, <laughs> like I said, yeah, we, you're, yeah. you're, dude, you're,
0: I was going to ask you, you come in the phone, this is a yeah, real, yeah,
1: we, well, you know, we there you go. we are going
0: to be there. You're, you're going to be there. You're not speaking yeah. out of turn. The, yeah. um, the, uh, event's called meltdown in the desert. The focus is on entrepreneurs, small business, media business, people that are in branding, people that want to build a personal brand people that want to leverage social media. On the outside, that's what I tell you it is. And um, once you get inside, it's nothing You'll, like that. Yeah. It's like if you've got Gary Vaynerchuk and Tony Robbins and put them together, shook up the room, that's kind of what the meltdown is. It's um, three to 400 people that are just like you that are trying to figure it out yeah, and I'm trying sorry. to figure out how to kind of level up. And we tear you apart at the very base of how you show up every day, what your routines are, and you show people that are have gone through major adversities. How they've overcome those adversities to build their brands, their businesses, and and impact hundreds of millions of people.
1: It's it's one. Okay, I've been to several events, um, numerous events, filmed a bunch of numerous events. Meltdown in the desert is by far the one that has made the impact that other event has ever done before. And so the the amount the, the the crew or the the cast that you put together of the speakers that you put together is bar none the most high quality speakers you'll ever ever come across in one event it is absolutely ridiculous um, like I said it changed my course of my life a little bit when it comes to what I'm doing now change it, it Challenge me to create something like this, this show um, from last, and I'm from last year. And this year, I'm just looking forward to just establishing new relationships. Man, this it's going to be off the hook. It's going to be amazing. So, um, well,
0: let's just talk about some of the speakers. We've got yeah, Dan Clark, the guy who co-wrote the Chicken Soup for the Soul. He's spoke to over nine million people. He's one of the foremost authorities on public speaking. He is, he's the executive coach for speaking. He's coached everybody. If you've seen Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's TED Talk, he wrote that. The guy is just a monster. He did all the Chicken Soup for the Soul stories. If you read the stories in the book series, that's him. Uh, we, we added Sharon Lecter. Uh, Sharon Lecter is the number one author- written authority on financial literacy. Meaning, she did Rich Dad, Poor Dad. She did Think and Grow Rich. Oh, wow. She, uh, she's the uh, a part of that. She was the Robert Kawasaki's yes. co-writer. And then she picked up the legacy uh, for the Think and Grow Rich series. Between the two of them, they've sold over 300 million books. They're just amazing. And then you go down to Neva Lee Rekla, who you saw her last year. I met her in the hallway. Beautiful like Just girl. said, thanks. Yeah, an eight-year-old girl Sheesh. who started doing oh, businesses no. when she was two. <laughs> uh, we shared the stage. You were there. Yeah. We shared the stage together at um, at the at Deca, DECA conference. conference. Like yeah. smoke in front of you know two three thousand kids is like she was there, she's gonna talk about the stuff that she's doing. Our buddy Sean Whalen's back doing a workshop with me. We've got um, who else do we have? We have Ryan Stewman We've got. Uh, t- uh, you gotta tell like you got a list there. Yeah, we got no, um, Ty- Tyler Harris. Tyler Harris. My boy uh, Tyler Harris yeah. is coming. Um, I mean, we've got just such a – let me do this because I, I should know this because we've just added a bunch of stuff and a bunch of people. But when you look at the event, if you go to MeltdownEvent.com, that's where you can actually get all the details for the event. But Dan Clark, Sharon Lecter, Ryan and myself, Keith Yaki, uh, Yaki, who is the uh, yeah. founder of a thing called Amplify Live, just a stud. I used to be a pastor, runs things in Las Vegas. Jesse Elder. Uh, I don't know what universe Jesse Elder's from. He's uh, a time traveler. Uh, you look at him and you know, like when he talks to you, you're like, dude, where I feel like I'm like being transported to another dimension. Uh, Naval Lee Ter- Tyler Harris, who he himself has hit over 20 million impressions on social media in the last two years. He does more like that dude is the one who pushed me to up my, my production game. Cause he's a, he's got a full-time crew around him. Like Gary Vaynerchuk has yeah, he does. doing his stuff. And he's a number, he's one of the top life insurance policy salesmen in the U S but he doesn't. I mean, he's doing so much stuff. You got Scott Duffy, Dom Fawcett, um who we spoke last year. Cody. Yeah, man. Cody. Dom is, yeah, Dom is such a bomb. Such your ass on fire, man. <laughs> oh yeah, you're not gonna be like he's just a beast. Cody Jefferson, Dr. Karen Osborne's back. Um, Ketan McQuana's coming. We got some special guests, and then the theme is legacy. I'm doing something very special this year, where we're doing highlights of. People that embody legacy. Uh, If you've ever seen Dixon, D-I-X-X-O-N, flannel. If you've ever seen flannels, like really, really good flannels, he's built his whole brand on Instagram. Built a seven-figure business on Instagram. His name's Danny Dreyer. So Danny will be on stage. We're going to be talking about legacy and what he did on Instagram to build a a seven-figure lifestyle business. Nate Wessel. Nate Wessel is the guy who builds all of the ramps for the X Games and Red Bull. Um, He's right-hand guys with Travis Pastrana. So any crazy ramp that's ever been built, the guy's just a wizard. Uh, We had a motorcycle ride together and went from Texas to uh, Vegas with him and some team. So he's coming out. And then Hank Robinson. Hank Robinson was a highly decorated combat veteran that um, after the service was struggling with PTSD and got into engraving. Engraved his whole platoon that um, was lost in battle on the side of a truck. And it won like all these crazy awards and he's just never looked back. His creative outlet is engraving. So Hank will be there. We're going to talk about stuff he's doing. Our buddy, Sean Whalen, he's a best-selling author. sold I think 56,000 books of his new book um, called how to get shit done. He's going to be doing a two hour workshop. That's a mini kind of a condensed version of his uh, one day retreat called the lion's den uh, and super powerful stuff. And then I'm going to be there talking about what I, uh, I call digital distribution. Um, and if, I can probably stay a little bit longer if you want. I can tell you, kind of tell your audience what that is and how to create four thousand videos. Yeah, before. I would, I would love that. I would love that. I would love that. If you, can but that's remember. the event, man. There's a lot to it. It's, it, it's just a really, the networking opportunity alone. It's a couple hundred bucks for a ticket. The all the ticket sales after we cover the cost of the event, um, we donate a big portion of that back to a charity. This year, it's Tomahawk Charitable Solutions that supports fallen men and women in battle and their families as well as first responders. So it's just a good the overall event. You know how it is, man. From the minute we start to the minute we end, it's nothing but tears and smiles and hugs and handshakes.
1: It's intense. It's intense, and uh, yeah. you know, for not being a, like a spiritual type thing, it's a very sp-
0: <laughs> like it's
1: almost a spiritual. It it's heavy. It's heavy. It's a, man. It is. It's it, like it, it, I it wish you
0: could tell people it's a spiritual experience. Yeah, they, wouldn't just, they wouldn't. They wouldn't exactly. exactly. They wouldn't understand. They, they
1: would think it's like people praying over you, but it's not. No. It's just no. Like, it's just no. a. It, it's. It, it's emotionally, it's like a boot camp for your emotions, man. It is, it is absolutely. If you want to great. know how to
0: level up your your life, period, across your personal life and your business life and your relationships and what you're doing, period, and then know how to go do it, that's what this conference is.
1: Yes, one hundred percent. Now you say a little bit about the digital distribution. Yeah,
0: well, yep. yeah. So let's talk about that. One of the things that okay, so you want to create some content, right? You we're going to do the seven day challenge with your audience. Right, you're going to do seven day every day. You do a video, two to three minutes or three to five minutes every day for seven days. That list of things you wrote down, of things you like to do or that you've got a talent in or a skill or a take on, when you take that one video, it's how do you take one asset and then really start to slice it up? And for me, it's if I have to show up on five platforms every day, multiple times a day, five platforms, five times a day, how do I stay away? How do I get work done because it feels like a lot, it's overwhelming. It's a job so in if, itself. It, really it is. Makes. We're gonna take you're gonna take that one video that you film. Inside of that one video, you're gonna be able to make either, slice that into one to two videos because you're gonna be able to get some highlights out of it. If you're on a Mac, you can use iMovie. If you're on a PC, there are a ton of free uh, video editing programs you can get. some YouTube videos, learn how to just shrink the video down and put a little intro, a little outro, put your, your handle on it. So you take one video, make that one or two videos depending on 60 second videos. I'll tell you what we're gonna do with all this is what it leads into. You're going to send that video to a website called Rev.com, R-E-V.com. What Rev's going to do is they're going to transcribe your video into text. Inside of that, it's 99% accurate. It's a dollar a minute. I have no association with them. They just kick ass. They'll give you a Word document back broken up into sections as to how you were speaking. You need to do some basic editing and move some stuff around, but it's, it's really, really quick and it's pretty correct. So now you're going to have a written document of your video. Now, as I move down the stack, in whatever free video software you use, I can split my video and my audio out. You're going to save your audio as its own file, whether it's one to two because of how long the video is, or if it's just one five or seven minute audio track, you save the audio out. At the end of that, you have this Word document of all the stuff you said. Inherently, when you talk for five to seven minutes, you're going to have five to seven things that were very inspiring or something you said that was was cool, right? you're going to create Instagram quote cards. You can go online and find any kind of free application on your phone, whether you're using Android or, or Apple, find a free application that does word over, text over image is the, the search phrase, text over image, and you're gonna create yourself some Instagram, what are called quote cards. You've seen them, they're inspirational memes with a, like, you know, some kind of mountain set, a guy in a mountain and it's like, help others and you will be helped, right? Like whatever, it's a motivational saying. <laughs> yeah. So in this, what we've done now is I've got one master video where now I've got one or two small videos, I've got the long form text, I've got five to seven quote cards, and I've got the audio split out. Now I look at social media distribution to say, where do I need to go? Well, I can go to Facebook with a long form post. I can take the text post of that without the video, and I can make that a, a long form post just like I would a blog. So I have Facebook, and I have a blog post now, Boom. I take the audio, I slice it out. I can go to Anchor. I can go to SoundCloud. I can go to whatever and build out a podcast based on your audio now. Once a week, start putting out audio content, start a podcast. The next piece, I start using those little quote cards. I go to Instagram. I go to Twitter. I, I write that same quote. I write a little bit more in context, bust up the hashtags, and then boom, we're off and moving. Then as we start to go through that, you can clearly see how that one piece of content now became 10 to 15 pieces of content. If you do that every single week, if you're doing videos every day, you got a bunch of content, but if you do that once a week to once every other day, that's your catalog for the whole week. But that is how you essentially, we call that digital distribution. You can use that long form text for a blog. You can use that long form text for a website you're building. You can build that long form text for an email list. You start, you can do podcasts. Uh-huh. There's all kinds of stuff you can do based on what you want to distribute. But now you, you've taken one five to seven minute asset and created a ton of other assets.
1: Yeah, and that is the definition of repurposing content.
0: <laughs> that, yeah. is,
1: that is absolutely well, true that, right up, there. right there.
0: So when you see me everywhere, it's um, it, it, it's one of those things where that's how I'm doing it. That's how I'm able to do it, right?
1: Yeah, and and, and that's how it needs to be done because I mean, just creating this show takes me eight hours to put, you know, to edit, post, and, and and put it together. So, I mean, I can't imagine the amount of content that is absolutely needed, like you mentioned, yep. to be able to do that. And so, it's it, to continue to do that on a daily basis, it's it's nearly impossible. The way that you're saying it, it's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. It's doable. Yep. There's absolutely no reason not to do well, that. And
0: you, there's almost all of those tools have scheduling tools now, too. So, yeah. if you set up a Facebook page instead of your Facebook profile you can schedule all those posts out. Um, There are third party softwares you can use like Sprout Social, uh, Hootsuite's free. You use Hootsuite to schedule your posts. So get them all, do your one video, slice it all up and then go into a tool like Hootsuite and schedule it. Now you're not doing it every single day. You can manage it and still do your organic posts which I highly recommend. But it's, um, you know, how to use social media it could be its own. We could do our own thing on it. But yeah, yeah. That, that's how you really yeah, start to scale and take one piece of content. Keep in mind, um, the way I am consume of this, sometimes something on Pinterest, Pinterest is not the same way. But I most of the time, what I'm trying to Instagram, do is across Facebook, platforms, I'm trying to write content that's applicable to that platform and how people consume content on those platforms. Thank you so much for listening to another On The Go podcast. I hope you were able to grab some tactics and nuggets and tools for the things that you're working on specific as it relates to creating content and video and why sharing your story and your message is so important. You know, again, each one of us has gone through a series of experiences and I really do feel we are obligated to share that. There's somebody out there who hasn't survived the things we've survived, that's waiting to hear that message. It's up to us to get that to them. As always, if you enjoyed today's podcast, or honestly, if you didn't, leave us a comment. Put put some you know, put a rating in. If you heard this on iTunes, give us a rating. I'd love to hear what you're thinking. And maybe share it on your social media feeds. Pop it into Facebook. Share it in your networks. And we will continue putting out the content. As always, thank you again so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.